Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian. How's it going? It's going. How are you? Uh, recording session two, Chronicles of Sydney and Brianna, recording uh, remotely from our apartments, social distancing, yep. self-quarantining, working from home, all of the above. All of it. How we do in world. We're, you know, on this end, still in my closet, still feeling good about being in my closet. So thankfully I have a closet that an entire table fits in. So (laughs) that's a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) It is a nice bonus, I will say. It does work nicely as an office. (laughs) Amazing. But what's your update, Bron? I'm coming from you live as I try to figure out my new workout routine and it's not going great. <laughs> no. I've fully fallen off my morning bandwagon routine. Uh, but on the positive, one thing that we are doing more of is evening walks that we're uh, we're trying to get our get our bods moving and out of the house and get some fresh air and social distance, obviously. Um, but uh, what's nice about that is that I still am like getting outside and moving my body but it's not in the same capacity at which I once was and so it feels Mm -hmm. a little different and I miss the gym it's like one of these moments where it's like I'm having that circumstance of like ah why are you closed I don't like this and like these are all the feelings that we're gonna have is like things are shifting and you don't like the way that it feels but you have to make do with what's happening and so right I'm, I'm just letting you all know that I'm I'm here in this moment and it's not great but I'm making do with our evening walks and it, it even just like that feels nice we're like walking hills we're walking around the neighborhood we're walking parks walking open air areas and I'm just really grateful for daylight savings time and official spring season because our nights are lighter and that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Very big deal. Very big deal. Well, that's great. And I think, you know, we talked about this before, but anything we can do to like tune into other people's at home workouts. I had a friend of ours actually send me the workouts that her gym is sending to members who, because they can't go to the gym. So they're doing a lot of like, um, workouts in their app, which has been really cool. And as it was really cool to hear about that. Um, I think it was kinetics and it was our friend Katie, um, who was sending those to me. So that was super cool. And I think Nike plus from what I've seen Mm -hmm. always has some good, like body weight, 30 to 45 minuters. If you're looking for some cardio action, Um, but yeah, I think just trying to like recalibrate and know that like the thing that's always been there that we sometimes didn't like going to is now no longer an option, unfortunately. So, um, just trying to like figure out how to continue to move. And it sounds like you guys have done that. And now we just kick it up a notch if that's what you're looking for. That's exactly. I, the moving is happening and now I have to shift to like, okay, time to start like swin. Yeah. Yep, I'm gonna miss. I'm I'm missing that, and uh, that's gonna be a, a difficult. <laughs> that is like I realize how important that piece of my week is to my mental health. So I am definitely going to like focus in on what I need to do to get um, that into my system. So you have inspired me to do a little bit more work on figuring out like what that's gonna look like for me right now. 
since we're I don't have together. the uh, gym as an option either. We let's, are. We let's sure keep chatting are. about it because, and if let's share workouts or like places that have virtual situations because I think I'm going to sh- shift to like a like a YouTube class or like a live stream or something. And I'd, I'd love to still support like local studios. So I'll, I'll think about that. And if there are things that we find, we'll link to it in show notes. Queenspeaking.com slash 114. Sid, yep, what's yep. your update? Um, so a few weeks ago, I shared about my path with using the app Noom, which is like a calorie tracking workout tracking, lifestyle shifting app, um, and kind of putting that up against my fitness pal. And um, I kind of decided to stick with Noom, even with the cost of it, um, understanding that it is a cost that I am able to do. But you know, I understand a lot of people aren't able to. Um, I made some adjustments to other things that I'm spending on so I can fit it just because like, when I put them up against each other, I felt myself just going back to Noom and mm-hmm. like really enjoying the way that they categorize food because food tracking is something that I've always paid probably a little too much attention to, but didn't have any like kind of boundaries with it and know like what exactly it meant to track your food. I just was doing it kind of haphazardly. Um, and so Noom being able to fit it into these like green, yellow, and red categories of like, eat all the green you want within your calorie limit for the day. And like, you know, eat a lot of yellow, but not all the yellow and like, you know, limit your reds if you can, um, has been really helpful, helpful in shifting the way that I eat in terms of like nutritional value. And so that's been really helpful. So I'm sticking with it. I've decided to like use it exclusively, at least for the next two months, since that's what I've paid for. Um, And just kind of see if I can. And so I have lost weight on it as well, which was my goal was to like, lose some lose some LBs. So what's what's interesting, that's a amazing and congrats. Thank you. B, I also noticed you making smarter decisions when this was uh the times before when we used to be able to go outside. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> the before. <laughs> the before. Uh, and we would go out and you would be like, I'm good. I'm going to take that home. And I was like, Sid has willpower because of Noom. <laughs> Seriously. It just like seeing it and seeing where it fits in and then really asking myself, like, are you really like hungry for that? Or do you just want it because it's there? And it gets easier with time, which has been really good. And it's not like what I like about it is I haven't like cut everything out. I've just like transitioned my portions and made decisions based on like what I have versus Mm -hmm. what my body thinks it wants or sometimes what it actually wants. And I just have a smaller portion of it. Um, And so it's been a really good learning process to figure out, okay, like what do what what actually makes me feel good and if i am craving cheesecake it doesn't have to like go away entirely but i can also like split that piece in half so it's been a good a good process and i really enjoy it and so if there are any other people that use it out there please let me know because i have yet to find like people that i know who use it i know everybody knows about it but i don't know a lot of people who also use it so but i'm enjoying it so that's my update is to say that i think it's working for me and i would recommend if that's a place that you can kind of put some funding right now which i know is challenging for everybody at the moment um but that's where i'm at i love it can't wait to hear more updates 
All right, let's get into it. Give it to me straight, Sid. Wow. So uh, today we are still continuing kind of our, um, as as you can probably tell, we're still at a distance. We are Mm -hmm. both in our respective homes. We are figuring out what all of this is going to continue to mean. There's just a lot going on. I mean, like everything for, at least for me at work, changes day to day, how we're living our lives changes day to day. And obviously like how we're able to connect, case in point, the fact that we are in two different places right now. is also changing and also just how we take care of ourselves. And so today, with everything still kind of up in the air, we wanted to talk more about how we take care of ourselves in kind of this space of major uncertainty, Mm -hmm. lots of fear, lots of like warranted fear, but also like when we go down a rabbit hole and we can't climb out, that's a scary place to be. Um, And it's so funny because I think we did a self-care episode, what, like, a handful ago and this is a different kind of self-care but I would I would say that now we're really seeing like that there are so many different forms of how we take care of ourselves in terms of mentally and physically mm-hmm. and emotionally so that's what we're getting into today is kind of seeing okay what is our current state due to the COVID-19 crisis which again if you're not as aware is the strain of the coronavirus that has been kind of a global takeover um, that's having people quarantine it's having people um, social distancing just staying at a strong distance it's got a lot of businesses either temporarily closed or um, just doing like kind of takeout from the hospitality point of view Um, and so there's just a lot going on and we're taking in a lot of information. So we wanted to dig into that and see how we can take care of ourselves with all of this going on right now. Yeah. Uh, let's get into it. I think, uh, the first question that comes to mind for me, because, uh, it's a reality for me (laughs) is that if your anxiety is triggered during a crisis like this, what are the things that you can do? Um, personally, I think that this is, this is something that like, all of a sudden, as soon as things start becoming real and affecting our own community, like we're seeing things, we were seeing things for so long from a distance. And then when it actually like hits, hits our borders, our towns, our communities, our counties, um, and things are changing and they're making calls and there's so much news and there's a lot of information out there. It can get really overwhelming. And I just want to say like, I'm with you. It's overwhelming. I'm overwhelmed and uh, it's a lot and it's hard. Um, it so, is. so we're wanting to talk through some of the things that we can do and things that we can consider um, as, as we feel like our anxiety is a little bit heightened, especially when things are um, fully uncertain because like anxiety exists because it's one of those situations where it's like your fears aren't real and in this situation our fears are based in reality and truth yeah and so like our our the anxiety that we feel is actually like sometimes and often valid where it's like i'm afraid to go shake this person's hand but i feel like i'm going to be a jerk if i don't shake this person's hand um and then you get all flustered and like for some people they don't think about it that way but people that are feeling anxious about this stuff it's like real and present in our lives and it's hard Um, so one thing that is helpful is just like finding ways to, uh, avoid the news alerts or frequently checking social media or the news is really, really important. And thinking about it from like, a if you can 
consider just a once per day check-in, whether that's your news alerts, just like in the morning of like, where do things stand right now? And here's where my friends and social media accounts are, are landing. Here's the stuff that I want to, to be following. Maybe do like a really strong perusal and filter out all the people that you don't want to be hearing from because it is a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really good rule of thumb. And whether it be because you all know that we are big newsletter <laughs> um, people and we take in a lot of information from our newsletters each day. And I'm finding that that has been a really good source of information for me because I trust the source. Mm-hmm. And that gives me kind of enough that do- doesn't keep me in the dark and it fully like um, informs me for what I need to know. And then I'm getting like updates from work as it pertains to what we need to know for work as well. Um, but then I jump on Twitter and all of a sudden it's like everything under the sun is right there in front of your face. So just being smarter about, okay, like if my newsletters are giving me what I need for the day, in addition to what I'm getting from work, mm-hmm. I'm going to step back from Twitter. Um, because that's where my heavy news cycle is kind of, um, updating every moment of every day. And I don't necessarily need all of that where I'm getting a lot of it through the channel in the morning um, or through work throughout the day. So just actively taking a step back from that as I think I think is a great idea. Mm -hmm. So true. Um, With that, also making sure that we're following the precautions that the CDC and World Health Organization are uh, recommending of us, but don't go overboard. I think um, it's really true of what's happening right now. A lot of what we're like seeing from the world is that people are panicking and like buying up seven months worth of stock of water and toilet paper and actually doing a, an assessment of like, what are the things that I need if I'm going to be at home for potentially 30 days or at least at a minimum two weeks because that's like the quarantine that they're recommending is 14 days. So consider the precautions, take a step back and be like, okay, what do we need as a family, as a, as an individual, as a household, um, consider how often you're washing your hands, uh, obviously avoid touching your face, stay at home. If you're feeling sick, um, avoid close contact with people, practice social distancing. All of these things are so vital to preventing the spread of disease. Um, my sister said something that made me laugh. She was like, treat it like everything you touch is like your hands have raw chicken on them and wash your hands. And I was like, it is a strong visual. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I instantly know exactly when I need to wash my hands because like the second you touch raw chicken, you're like, all right, gotta wash my hands. Yep, exactly. Um, One thing also is like face masks, gloves. There's like a crazy markup on a lot of these things, which is just like horrifying just in general. But like reserve those for the healthcare professionals. The face masks aren't actually going to like prevent you. You can still inhale. It's to prevent you from touching your face. Um, Leave the gloves for the medical professionals. Those are things that are important. And so like just be considerate and realistic about the world and in which you live and and take like a step back because there are so many things that are affecting uh, our community and there are so many people that don't have what they need and taking a second to consider like 
okay, I, I already have 24 rolls of toilet paper. Maybe this extra roll, I'm going to give this to someone who probably doesn't have any at home. And right. I heard this lovely story from one of my coworkers where her husband was like, she's like, we have tons. We have a house. We, we're stocked up. We buy in bulk all the time anyway. He just like panicked. He saw it there and was at the grocery store and just grabbed a pack and bought it. And then was like, I don't need this. We have enough toilet paper. And in the parking lot, handed it to was just like, hey, do you need toilet paper? And the person was like, yeah, I don't have any. And handed it to that guy at the, in the grocery store. And I was like, that's a wonderful thing. Like, give to the people in your community that that's awesome. that, that need. And, and that's like, just take a beat. Like, it's very easy to panic in these types of situations. But like, make a list. Like, what are the actual priorities? What are the, what are the things that you absolutely must have need? Like, medications and the a basic number of toilet paper which is probably a 12 pack to last you for 14 days take a chill pill (laughs) seriously seriously just remember that like your community needs you just as much as like you need to be prepared Mm -hmm. your community has always been there for you too and just keeping that in mind is more important than ever right now and we'll share this in show notes but bon appetit shared a really helpful uh list of items to stock if you're going to be stuck at home for two weeks and like essential pantry items and I feel like that's just like a really helpful thing because um I basically just treated my grocery list as like okay here's what I buy on a normal basis to last me a week let's just double that because I'm going to be home for like if I if we're like fully on lockdown for 14 days this is what I need outside of that I will 100% have a chance to like get to the grocery store if needed right and then Wash my hands and wash my hands again and then wash them again. (laughs) It's just common sense thinking. And I think, you know, in a panic, we lose a little bit of that. And so I always think it's a good reminder to say, like, let me come back down to earth a little bit. What do I actually need? That common sense kicks in. And then you put, like, your friend or your coworker's husband in, like, you give it back. (laughs) You take a beat and you give it back. Yeah. Um, this leads into nicely focusing on the facts. If you are feeling a little bit overwhelmed, um, about the things that are happening on, on, uh, social media and in the media in general, it's really easy to get sucked into like the propaganda like news and reports that are happening. So do your research and pay attention to the trusted resource resources like World Health Organization, the CDC, your local government updates. Those are the things that you should be paying close attention to and like l- setting aside the things that might seem a little bit more um, on the aggressive front. Right, like the off-the-cuff folks that are just kind of sharing willy-nilly and kind the, of refer back. <laughs> yeah, like the memes that are maybe inappropriate and insensitive. <laughs> They're out right, there. Exactly. We know it's going to happen, but sometimes it's upsetting to certain people or hard to digest. Yep. Yes, exactly. Um, one of the things that I found really helpful was to read about um, who are the people who are most at risk and how to actually take precautions to prevent the the spread of the disease to them because there's a really strong likelihood that we as healthy people are not actually going to get like fully aggressively sick and may accidentally infect someone who has a weakened immune system or is elderly and isn't able to battle this virus like the rest of us can. And so that is why I think 
the this idea to self-quarantine and work from home and close down certain businesses like it's truly to prevent the spread of the virus and i think overwhelming the idea that um we're doing this as a preventative measure helped shift in my head like we're i'm doing what i can to like help protect people um i think that right. that was something that was really important for my brain to like fully grasp onto um because that's, i think it's really easy for us to be like well it's not bad here yet and it's like it's not bad here yet because we're all like being smart so don't let it get bad right. um right. and it's, the less people that get sick the better right like we just have a huge responsibility to again like i keep going back to this because i think it's one of the things that's not getting lost and but i think it doesn't hurt to continue to amplify like that community feel and making sure that we understand that our actions don't just affect us anymore our actions affect the most vulnerable person they affect people that we know we Mm -hmm. they affect our parents and people that we love and um, if we don't have that way of thinking as we approach our day-to-day, then we are going to be the reason that things fall apart. And so that whole flattening the curve piece is really, it is preventative, but it is saying, like, if we don't come in contact with other people, then we won't infect or carry to other people. And mm-hmm. that's, like, at its core what that's meant to do. And we just need to be smart and listen to that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, another thing that I found really helpful is like actually voicing the things that are causing me fear and worry. Um, I think in general, I've, I've known this as part of like working through anxious feelings, and like therapy and all of that, but knowing that the, like trying to quell those thoughts makes them actually worse and like bubble up in more aggressive ways and so when I start to feel anxious about something I've found uh talking about what I'm feeling with the people that I love and trust um is actually really helpful and it's sometimes it's just voicing it out loud that is what I need um sometimes it's actually like talking through like that that's like I understand you're feeling that way but like it's not necessarily something that's like a reality right now or you don't have control over that and so um, I think that's something uh, that's important to us for us to consider. And I think um, talking with people during this time is really important. And we talked about it in our work from home episode, but um, making time to connect with people and talk through the things that were that are on our mind, um, while it seems like it might be a lot, it's also really necessary right now because a lot of us have a lot on our mind. Yeah. And I think I always am reminded of my therapist, her one of her favorite, or I guess it's my favorite that she always reminds me is that like, if you're in a panic place, continuing to be in that place will only make you panic more. So mm-hmm. when you talk about like, not sharing how you're feeling or not being able to talk to someone or write it down or whatever it is, um, it just builds, like you said, so to be able to step back from it. And I know that we're self-quarantining and we are not necessarily able to like remove ourselves, but like walking to the bathroom and splashing water on your face and just mm-hmm. reminding you yourself that you can feel things helps you get out of your head in those panicked moments. And I always think about that. I thought that was one of the best pieces of advice that she gave me because it really allowed me to take back control of when I was in a spiral moment or when I was really nervous about something, being able to walk away from it in the sense of like, feel the wind on my face or splash water on my face or just remove myself from where the panic happened, reminded me that like, I am in control of my brain and I am in control of my thoughts and this doesn't last forever. And it 
really just helps you come down. So I always think that that's a good thing to remember in addition to being able to reach out to people to help talk through how you're feeling and remember what the truth is and ground yourself in the truth um, or as much of the truth as is available at that time. Um, And I think, you know, we talk about journaling probably on like 90% of our episodes, but um, I still think if you don't have someone that you feel comfortable reaching out to um, or talking to, or you just don't have that person, period, firstly, we are always here via Instagram or wherever you want to find us on email or whatever. Um, But I always think that journaling helps release some of that as well. And we need to remember that as things start to build, it's perfectly okay to to go to your journal and just say like, I'm feeling a lot of things right now. I'm not really sure where to go. This is what I'm reading. This is how I'm feeling. And just the act of doing that releases it from your system a bit and allows your head to clear so you can go find the right information and you can go mm-hmm. to it like a trusted source to be able to like answer some of those questions you might have. For sure. Um, so one thing that I want to link to in show notes, uh, queenspeaking.com slash 114. Uh, I read this really helpful article in Zen Habits that digs into how we deal with uncertainty and giving space to those worries and um, how we actually do that through like with some meditation tips and things of that nature. So we'll have that in show notes. Um, Leo Babauta, Babuta does a really great job of explaining it. So I'm not going to try and... Uh, Take a space. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be really helpful. Um, just a reminder, this is so funny that you were talking about, like, really figuring out how to move your body in this time, Braun. Um, but just, like, remembering that people have been going to YouTube and IGTV and, like, mm-hmm. remembering that move your bo- moving your body really helps at this time, too. Um, I think that talking to people and journaling are all good things, but I found so much help in, like, you know, doing a restorative yoga for, like, 20 minutes or just like walking outside and all of those things but be sure to like figure out who might now be moving their stuff online because we're not able to go to a gym I always find that that's really helpful um and just figuring out okay what's going to help me right now is it to like sweat it out is it to like clear my head and stretch my muscles asking yourself those questions right now and then giving yourself those things through um YouTube or again IGTV can be really really helpful and there is just been a huge uptick in people um putting all of their stuff online so we're gonna go there and figure out what we can learn from those folks who have decided to help us out in that way i am ready for it and if anything there's always the park across the street from your house for sure (laughs) for sure um i also was thinking like okay if it's too cold or it's raining or something i live in a building so Mm -hmm. like walking the stairs and walking the hallways like not thinking that nothing will help and just saying like, hey, maybe walking the stairs for like 10 minutes will do a lot for my brain right now and not counting something out just because it's not what I'm used to doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's that's the block that I have to get past for myself is saying like, this will still help you even if it's not at the same level maybe or at the same like strenuous level that you Mm -hmm. were doing before. It doesn't mean it's not going to do anything. Um, Yeah. And then I just think, like, switching up your routine. I know in our last episode we talked all about, like, creating routine. But thinking about, like, if 
your anxiety comes by doing the same exact thing every day and you're noticing a pattern Mm -hmm. of like, I check Instagram, then I check Twitter, then I go here and I check for news on this. Like if that's part of your routine, like switch it up and like maybe the hour that you usually save for your favorite TV show because you don't have any other time to watch it. Now we've got a lot more time on our hands to do stuff like that. So doing a card game or reading a book or like playing a phone even or playing a game even on your phone or your tablet, like just something that's different from what you usually do, just so you don't get in so much. I think routines are perfect for work. I think they're really helpful in keeping us on track. But when we switch up our routine for like our leisure time or Mm -hmm. for stuff that we're so used to doing, it allows us to like challenge ourselves and be surprised by ourselves. And we're really going to need that right now. (laughs) Yeah. And I think anything to like creatively mix up like what your brain needs, like so many people I'm talking to are like, yeah, I got this really crazy puzzle or I've started like working through this like adult coloring book or I'm reading this book that I've had on my shelf for so long but didn't have time for it because it was like a really challenging read and so like this is what I think is like I've I was in this moment for a while where I was like ah I'm bogged down because I'm overwhelmed by like the possibility of all these people not having work or things that we can do but there's so much opportunity and having space and time to like let your creative juices flow and part of it is like and if anybody wants to brainstorm with me I'm very excited about this and I'm in a space where I'm like I don't necessarily have a lot of ideas about what I want to do but I'll I'll like get you amped on something and like help you see your vision come to life (laughs) oh for sure like be the hype girl (laughs) and so like I at least for my siblings, I was like, I feel like during this time, you're going to write a book. You're going to start an amazing comedic video series. Maybe I'll finish my cookbook. (laughs) And so like, these are the things that I think we have the creative space a little bit more to like dedicate our time to these things. And like, while it may seem very overwhelming and stressful, when you let yourself just kind of like fall into this and just make time and for creative space in your life, it will help you feel less bogged down and overwhelmed by uh, what's happening in the world right now. Absolutely. And uh, the last thing I have, which you are no stranger to, but sometimes I am, is deep cleaning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have here that like you might be like me and not clean until it's time in caps. It's time. <laughs> like You just see something you're like, I've been looking at that for so long and now it's time. But now that you have more time to stare at it, either will bother you that much more or you're just like, you know what? What good will a very clean, um, really uncluttered space do for me right now? I think we totally take for granted. I mean, we talked about what a good space for you does at work. I think the same is true for what it does for your anxiety when you're not working. Like Mm -hmm. just being in a space that you're like, you can breathe out and not see the stuff that's been staring at you for the last six months that like desperately needed to be put away. Now is the time and you will be able to like, you'll be productive firstly. So you'll have something to actually do. And then the product Mm -hmm. at the end of that is really fulfilling because not only did you do it, but you now get to sit with it and enjoy it and know that this, like, this is the space I have for a while. So like, let me do everything I can to take care of it. Yes, so much yes. I found myself like organizing some documents and just being like, oh, these are here. 
let's bring this up to the attic. Let's bring this down to the basement. And you get into a groove and you're like, I've finally done that task that's been like in the back of my mind that I never had time for. And particularly at the time that we're in, it's like very much spring cleaning time. And so like once the weather gets nicer, we can open our windows, maybe uh, dust off the porch furniture, <laughs> like do do what you can to like just find uh, the right fitting into your space and, and see what, what comes of it. Absolutely. All right. How can we offer support for people who are in need right now? I know that this is something that has both brought us some not and I don't want to say stress in a negative way, but it's brought us it's been called to our attention really rapidly. Mm -hmm. And so I know that we've both been thinking, like, how do we show up for people? What can we do for people? Um, So we're always willing and wanting to take um, suggestions from you. But these are some of the things that we have thought about as well. Of course. So uh We all probably have friends and family that either have chronic illnesses or are at risk or have health concerns that are alarming or elderly neighbors that are in our neighborhood um, that we can check on. I think uh, first and foremost, finding ways to uh, drop off or have items delivered to their homes is just like the kindest gesture just to be like a conscientious human being and being like, hey, I'm thinking of you. I know you can't go to the grocery store like the rest of us. Here are the things that you might need from an essential standpoint. Um, I think also it's very likely that these people aren't leaving their homes like, like even to go for a walk. So checking in more often, um, sending texts, calling, video chatting, um, not only will it help acknowledge and uh, give them some love, but I think it'll help you and them feel more connected to um, each other and to the world around us. And I think that it goes without saying that it will be uh, immensely appreciated. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Another thing is consider, especially now, uh, donations. If you are in a financial space where you can give back, um, consider giving to organizations and charities that provide food to children who aren't able to get get consistent meals like they did at school, which was like one of those things that I was just like, I'm aware of this, but oh my God, ah, like these kids are in school. It comes at you so fast, right? So organizations like No Kid Hungry or uh, food kitchens, um, local, uh, local chapters of these organizations are really important to give back to and find ways to support. So Um, That's definitely something to consider in terms of this time. But um, additionally, thinking about all the organizations and fundraisers that are no longer able to host an event um, because they put the kibosh on anything over like one person. (laughs) (laughs) So um, finding ways to uh, donate despite the fact that this live event isn't happening anymore. I think that's that's an important consideration to say like hey we're still here for you and we're still donating and we're still we're still acknowledging that this is an important cause that's near and dear to our hearts and we'll get back out there soon. Absolutely. And our favorite one of these, well they're all kind of our favorites I think. <laughs> but the one that I think that we've been paying attention to a lot based on the community that we're a part of, that we're very lucky to be part of, is how we support local businesses right now that have been just like rocked by this in a very short amount of time. 
first and foremost, supporting our local businesses by buying from local shops online. A lot of organizations or a lot of these businesses have um, local shops, like boutiques that are in our community they sell stuff online you probably never even thought about it because you were like it's around the corner from my house i've never why would i even think about buying online now you have the chance (laughs) um a lot of a lot of spots are also like shipping for free and offering discounts and just like acknowledging that the world is a scary place and um I think, especially right now, let's give back to those uh, boutiques and those shops that we love and support all the time um, and considering how can we support them and like buying merch from local business as well, um, where we're like, hey, we know and love you. We want to give you some some cash to survive this, this trying time. Um, and with that, I think also buying gift cards from local businesses, especially um, restaurants and bars that aren't open and like literally fully shuttered uh using what we can um and then thinking about like taking our own funding if we have the accessible means and being like hey i had a 200 dollars budget to go out every month i'm not doing that right now but maybe right. i'll give you know 50 dollars here 50 dollars there to the businesses that i would be going to um and doing that from a gift card perspective and then knowing that you're going to go back and maybe go out hoarder when we uh, can actually go out into the world again soon. When that time comes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Sometime. Um, for the cities that still are offering takeout, please order takeout. Uh, local businesses are have shifted to delivery um, takeout options. Grubhub has uh, taken down their uh, fees that they have for local businesses. So these are things that are super, super important and ways that we can easily support local businesses uh, on a consistent basis during this time. Um, And additionally, tipping extra. So uh, thinking about your hairdressers, your delivery drivers, servers, baristas, um, all the people that are that are out and about still working, um, just in general, being gracious and giving them a little extra love because times are tough right now. Right. Um, and then not, last but not least, but thinking about um, providing cash gift cards to anyone who might need some extra money. Um, these are if you have the ability to spare extra funds, like what are the things that you can do to uh, just at least like drop someone an extra hundred dollars to like pay for the groceries for the week or think about donations that you can make to, to people that are close to you in your life that may not necessarily um, have as, as much of a disposable income. I think those are things that we can definitely be mindful of and consider in this in this time because like just immediately it's like we're all extra conscientious and grateful and generous and saying thank you to people and just being so aware of like how this impacts people is really important right now absolutely and even with that like venmo has been Mm -hmm. like the best thing ever right now thinking about like how you tip people how you provide that cash i think all of that there have been a lot of people like putting their friends who are business owners like putting those things on um their instagram stories and saying like if you have anything to spare venmo them here so if you have information like that and people are looking for a little bit of help like 
feel free to do that. That always goes the distance for people that have some extra to give. And also just giving the shout outs to people. I saw something from a local um, company here that said one of the best things you can do right now for when all of this passes is like writing a positive review for one of your favorite places, like something you may have never mm-hmm. thought to do because it was a place you went to all the time and it's awesome and you never really thought to leave that positive review because you saw them in person and could tell them all the time. Now's the time to like pack their page with all of the like extra kudos that you have because when we're back up and running here, that really helps people. That really helps visitors to the area. That helps other people that maybe have never been there. Um, so those are, if you don't have the funds to give, there are a lot of ways through shout outs, social media shout outs, um, positive reviews, and just like if you know them personally, who these owners are, just sending them a text and saying like, hey, I'm thinking of you. Um, and I just wish you all the best right now. If there's anything I can do, let me know. Because um, all of that goes so far for people and that's what we want to continue to remember is that everything we can do to support the community that we live in or people across our country or all over the world um, is all going to be really really important right now from checking in on people to sending money to donating to organizations that are really helping the people around us so with you I think um, just being mindful during this time being uh, generous to other people and to ourselves. We're in a space where times are tough. Let's all let's all join together. Do what we can. Absolutely. Yes. 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 Amazing. Well, we'll obviously continue to share all of these resources. These will be linked in show notes, queenspeaking.com slash 114. Uh, we'll keep the conversation going at queen underscore speaking on Instagram. And uh, we'll check in with you guys from our remote work experiences, remote remote recording offices at Queen Speaking Headquarters <laughs> 1 and 2. <laughs> yes, we're now split, but we're working just as hard. <laughs> Still coming at ya. Uh, all right, shall we break? Let's break.